0: Ladies and gents, ladies and gents, welcome back, welcome back to the Mutual Respect Podcast. This is your host, your MC, C to the M to the I to the C, c Mike. I hope you all are doing well, especially during this Memorial Day holiday. And in today's segment, in which we would like to call On the Mic with c Mike, I, your host, will be bringing you my uncompromised and exceptional commentary on a subject matter which I feel needs to be addressed via any type of medium, be it entertainment, political, professional, societal, All of that, I'm here to just bring you a nice little brief interlude in regards to what I think on those subjects. Today, we'll be giving you a little quick take on a rumor that came out recently a while back and that's been in my mind lately in regards to the possibility of there being a black Superman film coming out in the near future and why I think that's low-key disrespectful to our culture and the potential that we have to do more than what I feel like Hollywood has probably given us. Personally, I'm a fan of Superman, you know, the character in general. But let's not forget and let's not, you know, try to hide the fact Superman is a white character. Whether or not, if you're looking in actual comics, yes, he's an alien technically, but he is depicted as a white character. He is depicted as a white man. And I think that taking a character like that and just saying, hey, we're just going to turn him black and then push that out to you. Via movie theaters, television or whatever and think that, okay, that's going to grab the people of color. That's going to grab, you know, the black audience. I think that's low key, just as bad as whitewashing a character, because why do we as black people or people of color in general always feel like we have to take the scraps from other characters in order to be put out into the media? I mean, think about it. I'm a fan of those characters. I'm a fan of Batman. I'm a fan of Superman. I'm a fan of Spider-Man, but we aren't oblivious that those characters don't really depict the struggle or the personification of a person of color, of black people. You know, we know that those characters of Superman, Clark Kent, Batman, Bruce Wayne, Spider-Man, Peter Parker are not black. And we accept that. That doesn't make us love those characters any less. I love myself some Batman. But even I knew as a kid, you know, or even I thought as a kid, I can't be Bruce Wayne. You know why? Because our skin tones are different. You know, and as a kid, yeah, maybe that hit me a little hard. But as I got older, I was like, I don't need to be that. I can make my own. And you know what? As a culture, we have made our own over time. As a culture, we have grown. You know, we do not need To depend on the characters that weren't created for us. Can we draw inspiration from those characters? Yes, of course. I have no problem with that. But to state that you're going to take, for example, Superman and just say, okay, we're just going to switch the color. He's technically, from what I'm reading about, he's technically still going to be Clark Kent, but he's just going to be of a different race. And then say, okay, now we're going to push that out to the media. And guess what? This is going to get all the black people. You know, it's going to get all the people in those urban communities. Because guess what? Now they're going to say, hey, that guy looks like me. No, you don't get off that easy, Hollywood. You don't get to do that. You don't get to just change the color of a specific character and then push it out to us and just say, hey, give us your money. I don't think that's the right way to do it. I think that's inconsiderate to us. I think that's maybe treating us that we don't know who we are, what we are in this world. There are so many other characters, so many other pieces of lore in fiction. You know, you could say it in comics as well, but also in fiction in general that are at the essence characters of color, are at the essence black characters. Why not use those characters and put finance behind those characters and push it out to the media and give us something that we could call our own why do we have to take one of your characters and take the scraps just so we can feel good about ourselves no a lot of people who are the general audience per se who know comics only know marvel and dc and that's okay that's that's the big two most people only know those two publications which is fine i grew up on that but there was a publication that came out during the 90s called milestone comics a lot of people if you're not in the whole comic book world you know if you're not part of that community you know you might not know milestone comics but milestone comics it was a black owned and black created comic book publishing for us created by the late and great Dwayne McDuffie Um, A lot of people might know Dwayne McDuffie if you're aware of the Justice League cartoon that came out in the early 2000s or the Static Shock cartoon. Dwayne McDuffie not only helped create those cartoons, and he also helped create Ben 10, by the way, which came down a little later, a little past my generation. But Ben 10 was a nice little cartoon show that came out on Cartoon Network as well. But Dwayne McDuffie, when he first came out, he helped create the Milestone comic publisher. And that was the first African-American, black-owned comic book strip that I knew of growing up in the 90s that introduced me to so many different characters of color and also utilized our community as the base point, as the background for that comic. Static Shock, which is probably the most well-known name that came out of that publisher, of Milestone Comics became big as it went on, as I stated, to create the Static Shock cartoon, which I believe ran for four or five seasons on WB. Well, back when the WB network was called WB, now it's called the CW, but this is back in the days when they had WB kids, Uh, you know, Saturday morning cartoons and such. Not Static Shock was a big success at one point, and it was great to see growing up in the 90s that there was a comic strip dedicated to us and milestone comics ran for i believe about a decade maybe it got cut off a little early but what happened was it came out during the 90s and during the 90s there was an overflow of comics coming in there was marvel comics there was dc the big two but then a whole bunch of other sub publishers started coming out and it just basically the market got overflowed and therefore the value of comics went down and unfortunately, which usually happens, you know, one of the first big comic publishers to be cut was Milestones. You know, of course, it was us. You know, it was the Black-owned comic book strip that got cut. But during the time that it was there, they created quite a few issues and quite a few comic book characters that went on because DC eventually purchased Milestone Comics. And they purchased the property and the IP intellectual property for those who might not know and therefore Milestone went under DC so the same publisher DC that has all the classic characters such as Batman Superman Wonder Woman Aquaman etc etc now also had a plethora of black made and black depicted comic book characters under their umbrella that they refuse till this day to use in media as much as they use the other characters, which I understand in a way because, you know, we just, they, they just never put the money behind it. Now, I'm not going to say that they, they haven't tried in a sense because Black Lightning, if you don't know, was a CW show that recently I think had its final season this year. You know, but Black Lightning didn't come from Milestone Comics. But I just want to say that the reason why I'm just doing this little aside here is just because we as a people have always struggled to make things for ourselves. You know, we have always had that struggle to create our own foundation. Ever since Black Wall Street in Tulsa, you know, we tried to create something of ourselves. It was destroyed. It was taken from us. We were never able to truly Build our own foundation that we was able to carry on from generation to generation. As black people, we always felt our identity was stripped from us. We just never had something that we could just say, this is something that we've created and this is our stories. These are our myths that we're going to pass down to our children. We've always seen, don't forget, like what's the comics that we buy for our children? We buy them Batman, Superman, Aquaman, the flash we buy them these comics and most of the time our children the first time they're seeing a quote-unquote superhero is they're seeing a white man or a white woman in a costume and then that's their depiction of a superhero which is i'm not trying to say there's something extremely wrong with that because that's what i saw when i was younger and it did inspire me to try to become better in a sense but it also made me doubt myself and I'm pretty sure it could make other children of color doubt themselves as well. It's like, well, maybe I could be Batman, but I don't look like him. And then as you get older, you realize, wow, the reason why Superman is accepted so easily is not just because he's nice and he cracks a smile once in a while and he saves cats from trees. No, it's because he looks like a white man. It's a fact but the reason why I love the Milestone comics is because they created another character like Superman called Icon. And the character Icon had a similar origin to Superman being an alien that came from space and crash landed on Earth. But Icon didn't crash land on Earth during modern times. Icon crash landed on Earth during the 19th century, right before the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. So Icon was a black man, what was an alien that chose the color of being black. Because it was a black slave that found him and she raised him as her own. And therefore, that was the color he took on. And therefore, he grew up through the years and the centuries in having to go through the black experience. And ironically, he became a, a, a black Republican in the current day. But it shows a different way of how a person with similar origin of Superman and slightly similar powers and strengths but being a person of color how they came to be and how they are introduced to the world and you get to see that it's a different experience for Icon than it was for Superman it's a different world that he inhabits it's a different community it's a different reason why he comes out to the world and I think that why not take a character like that and show little black boys and girls hey, listen, this is something that was created by you, for you, and we want to put that to the forefront. You can have Superman, you can have Clark Kent, we don't want him, you know? And to say that, hey, we're going to turn this man into a different shade of color, and then guess what, now y'all have your little toy that y'all can buy. No, give us our own, we've created our own characters, Put some resources behind that and show us that, hey, not only we we have characters for you guys, for people of color, but they were created also by a black man, a black woman, an Asian man, an Asian woman, a Hispanic man, a Hispanic woman, the characters they've made in their own likeness for us. And they refuse to really use those characters. And, you know, I don't want to go on a huge diatribe about how this dates back of how, you know, our ancestors lost their identity, how they lost their identity through the slave trade and so on and so forth, and how as the years gone by, we've basically adapted Christianity as our own, but yet we never really thought to find out what was our true beliefs from our motherland. I'm not going to get too much into that. That's another subject for another day. But the basis of what I am trying to say is... We as a people need to really start searching and investing into our own material. We can't keep depending on utilizing the scraps from already established white characters or already established white material. And it's nothing to say that that material is not good. We love that material. We were brought up on that material that will always have a place In our mind and our hearts i will always have a place for batman in my heart i will always like superman i don't love superman but i like the guy but at the same time i don't need him to up his melanin for me to like him or for me to say hey now we have our own no we have characters that were created by us for us the studios out there need to utilize those characters I gave props to how Marvel did it with Spider-Man and Miles Morales. It was something that at first I I had an apprehension for. But when I saw how they decided to bring Miles Morales and create a Spider-Man who was half black, half Hispanic, I loved that. I was like, okay, that's a new way to do it because Peter Parker still existed. It was a passing of the torch. And I was like, okay, so he kind of gets his own identity. Changing a character's color now to say, okay, now we're just going to flip it. It's just not the way to go. Now, I know there's people out there that would say, hey, man, this could be a cool way to, you know, maybe change it for the future. I'm like, listen, man, I'm not trying to say the film, if they make it, is going to be bad. It might be a good film. I might even actually enjoy it. But I'm just saying the time it'll take to make that film, this time that could have been spent into digging into a comic publication such as Milestone. Digging into that publisher and actually deciding to say, hey, these were characters that were created by black men and women for black boys and girls and black men and women. Why not dig and use our resources for this and give them something that actually came from the mind and the eye of someone going through their experience in urban America? Maybe that will hit harder. Maybe that would give us our own sense of identity. And identity is the key word because we are slowly losing that. A lot of kids these days don't read. They don't care about where they came from. They only care about where they're going. And a lot of these kids in this superhero Marvel DC era only see superheroes as a way to relate. The best thing we can do is at least give them some superheroes that came from people who experienced experience their experience i don't want to see a white black panther just so that we can say hey listen we did this so that caucasians could feel a little connected to this guy no because you know why even though black panther which was created by a white man but nevertheless was a black character from the get-go is ours that is something that we officially can stamp and say okay that's our character that comic will always be a black comic in its essence and there are so many black characters out there i feel like just getting stepped over in this genre and i think that we really need to start looking into that And i think that we really need to start petitioning and we really need to start opening our eyes and start seeing that hey listen why don't studios start putting money behind characters and money behind superheroes that we made for each other. Because they could be just as good. Black Panther made over a billion dollars. It wasn't because it was, in, it was just a Marvel film. It was because it related. It gave us something to, that we could call our own. And we came and we stood behind it. Superman has been out for nearly a century. That will never be ours. But we could get something new. There's so much material out there that you could grasp. Put Static Shock to the forefront. Put Icon to the forefront. You know, don't forget, Marvel didn't start with Spider-Man. Marvel started with Blade by Wesley Snipes. People forget. You have no problem utilizing us as a guinea pig to see and test the waters. And once we go out there and tell you and say, hey, the water's all good, then you all leave without us. That's got to change. And that's all I got to say for today. Thank you, ladies and gents, ladies and gents, for joining me on this segment of On The Mic with C-Mike. This is, once again, your host, C to the M to the I to the C. We are now on YouTube. The link to YouTube will be on our link tree. Um, We're going to start putting out a lot more content come the summer. The gang will be back once again soon in June. I can't wait to show all of you our new material that's coming out. Thank you for joining me. Hope you have a great Memorial Day weekend. And as always, ladies and gents, the respect is mutual.